Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Hey What's Up podcast. I'm your host, Emerson, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for joining me after a two-month absence. You guys know how busy I get from January to February. So if you're listening after a two-month hiatus, which, you know, I feel like the hiatus has become a part of this podcast, I appreciate it very much. And I know what you're saying. And yes, I did lose weight, baby. Look at look at your boy. I'm wearing a large shirt, but that's just because it's laundry day. But I did lose 15 pounds over the last couple months, which I'm proud of. First of all, because from when, so actually, a year ago this week, um, it's when, you know, stuff started to hit the fan pretty badly here um, with COVID and everything in the United States. And I think this was actually the same week last year where they ended up canceling the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Uh, me and my girlfriend actually had tickets to go see a show that weekend. So we're a little bit disappointed. And I remember there's like this huge hubbub about it. Um, so almost hitting on a year anniversary of working from home. Uh, thankfully, you know, the company I work for has been gracious enough. I don't know if gracious is the right word, right? But they've been understanding and really worried about us going back to office and doing it as safely as possible and doing our best to try to mitigate the spread of the virus over this last year. So I'm extremely thankful for that. But one thing I was worried about, because I had gained a little bit of weight since I had started work, probably about 10 pounds. And I was like, dude, I'm going home. I'm going to be a bum. Like, if I'm at 195, I'm probably going to blow up to like 215. If this goes for too long, because me just sitting at the house, not a good idea. But one thing I forgot to factor is that I don't buy snacks for myself very much. And we had snacks at the office. So I'd just be munching. You name it. I dude, I was making special requests on the snack list, getting the fudge stripe cookies, um, the Keebler ones, getting the hot Cheetos down there, getting the extra hot Cheetos, getting all the good candy, like the sour Skittles, ooh, getting the watermelon, um, Sour Patch Kids candy, you know, I look, I, I was getting the best for the team. Um, so I, I, d- I didn't have the access to snacks here because I'm not going to go buy all these damn snacks. Snacks are expensive. And then I'll be munching all day. So I actually maintained my weight. I was 195 from like March, like 195, 200 where I was fluctuating. That was my little flex area. Um, <clears throat> and that was from March. And I was like, dude. I've been lucky enough to maintain, like, that same flex area for, like, the whole year, up until December. I just, 195 to 200, in between there. Maybe if I'm lucky, I got it down to 194. But that was where I maintained my weight. But then, I was like, look, busy season's coming up. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be eating, like, crazy. Not eating crazy, I'm gonna be eating, like, fast food, just buying crap. Let me just be mindful of what I eat and how much I eat, and I watch my calories. So over the last two months, I've lost 15 pounds. Maybe some of it was stress. Maybe some of it was lack of sleep. But, but definitely drinking more water and managing my calories much more effectively. You know, not just eating to eat, but eating because I'm hungry and eating eating not just because I'm bored. You know, or stressed. You know, being stressed and putting anything in your mouth. Like, hey, give me some hot Cheetos. Give me some uh, spicy nuggets, which almost derailed me. It almost, the spicy nuggets came back. Like, two months ago, in the middle of busy season, and it almost derailed me. I'm not going to lie. I was down, like, 10 pounds, and I was like, dude, I really need some. And then when you get to McDonald's, I'm not just a dude who's going to get the 10-piece nugget. I'm getting the 20-piece nugget, and I'm getting a double cheeseburger, no onions, extra pickles, please. Okay? That's my order. And if I really want to get big, get a hot and spicy on it with cheese, baby, on an artisan bun. See? Look. No disrespect. 
but lots of disrespect meant to uh, Travis Scott and um, what's the reggaeton dude? Uh, fuck, not Bad Bunny. Nah, uh, Jay Balvin, the dude who had the little meals at McDonald's over the last couple months. Trash, absolute trash meals. Come on, man. Like, I, you know what? The only reason I want to become famous now and like become an influencer is to have my own meal so I could put the people on to some stuff. If I'm being honest, like I got, I, like my girlfriend gets mad at me anytime I go to a fast food restaurant because I am the motherfucker with the modifications. Sorry, I'm good. If I'm paying money, I'm enjoy the food I'm eating. Okay, a hundred percent. That's what she hates. I'm like, hey, do you mind picking up something on the way back? No, because you asked for too many things. And I'm like, granted, yes, but also you can't call me picky. You're like, you, did you picky? What do you mean I'm picky? I'm paying for this food. They're not giving it to me for free. And somebody's giving it to me for free, and I'm asking them for a hundred modifications. Okay, be mad, right? But I'm paying. I, like, if you tell somebody to build a house for you, and, oh yeah, I, I want the room here, I want the bathroom here, I want this little dinner here, and they look at you, you being real picky. What? The, what? The, are you paying for the house? You would not say the same thing. But I get killed for just asking for no onions and extra pickles on my burger. And this is very low-level changes, man. Look, I get into it. Some people don't understand you can add cheese to certain sandwiches to make it better or change the bun. People forget that. They don't do that. And you're leaving so much on the table for that. Look, we're going to get into it one day. Today's not the day. But the whole point is McDonald's almost played you. But I was able to stay strong, stay on course. I limited myself. I said, only nuggets once a week. Max. If that. And they were good. Man, that mighty hot sauce. Delicious. I, whatever. We'll move on. But I stayed true. I lost 15 pounds. Right now, I'm at 180. Problem is, I've been stuck on 180 for like about two weeks now. Like I've gotten down to like 175. And right now, I'm really flexing in that area. I'm at like 175 to 180, and that's really where I'm fluctuating now. But I've been closer to 180 a lot of the times. So I got to start doing stuff to like either, because I've also gotten a little bit lazy on my eating habits. I haven't been drinking enough water. I haven't been eating crazy like I used to, but doing a little bit more than what I was when I was really, you know, focused and, and, and holding myself accountable. My water intake has also been trash. Got to get some sips in. So, I incorporated a little workout to my life. I started it last week. And let me tell you something. So, for those of you who have a Switch, or may have heard of this before, it's called Ring Fit Adventure. It's a it's an RPG video game, and not, not sponsored, not yet sponsored. Nintendo, your ad can go right here. So, it's just, it's just a workout thing. Like, it's like a resistance ring. You put this around your leg with a Joy-Con. It, me it measures your movements. Make sure you're doing the workout correctly. And let me tell you something. I highly underestimated how tough this was going to be. Because you're just not squeezing it. You're also like running in place. Ooh, see me. Get them thighs up, baby. Get them thighs up. Or you're doing, you're doing, you're, what are you doing? Squats? You go down, you squeeze. Go down and squeeze. Or you're doing these, these things right here. I don't even know what this is called. But I'm actually not doing it properly. <clears throat> but so I go in and I get the game going. And I'm like, oh, this is just a video. This is a Nintendo video game. No problem. I played Wii Fit. No issues. Wii Sports. I got it. Mario Kart. I'm in. I'm your guy. This. Go in. Log in. Do my weight. Get all my shit set up. It's like, what level do you want? Extreme. Intense. Regular. And like, whatever the hell they call it. Easy. I'm like, nah. 
Intense. Give me intense. You know, let me just see where intense is it. Let me see if this is a good baseline. Like if I want to have a slow day. And then I'll just bump it up to like super high level. Every time. I could do this. It's just a video game. I've played video games before. Eh. Nope. Fam. Getting through the first ward and, and grant, it's, it's like a 20 minute workout. Each ward is a 20 minute workout. Fam. I got halfway through this shit. I said, ain't no way, man. You do making me do uh like I said, squats, like leg crunches. Dude, I was dying. I was like 22, that's easy. Fam, I'm I'm 10 in. Dead. Can't kill the monster. Tragic. So I go, I make it all the way to the boss. Boss workout supposed to be seven minutes. When I tell you I got my ass kicked by this ring fit adventure, I was getting my fucking lunch handed to me. Utterly embarrassed. I I was this close to passing out. This close to passing out on, on the we, uh, Ring Fit Adventures. No joke. I finished the workout, and I just laid on the floor for about 20 minutes. I was like, I can't. I, I, was, I was seeing spots. I was, it was over. I was like, damn, am I this out of shape? And the thing is, squats are hard when, like, you're overweight. Like, that's a lot of, like, uh, weight on your knees and your legs. A lot of freaking effort that that takes to lift yourself back up and hold yourself in place properly. And I got strong legs. But hey, I, got a, I got a heavier top, you know? This belly. This belly's still there. So, my goal is I'm still trying to get down to about 170 165 if I depending on how I feel at 170 if I feel like I can still lose a little bit more weight I uh, like my figure a little bit better maybe get to 165 I haven't been 165 since freshman year of college and I think that's a good weight for me just to, you know kind of get lighter lighter on my feet um feel just better uh, especially on my knees dude sometimes I'm going up the stairs and I feel like my knees are about to snap in half like a twig or my ankle too that's another thing ridiculous i just want to like have really like regular just like like not dying anytime i go up a set of stairs too fast another thing i got was a chirp wheel let me tell you guys this. let me show you again not again not sponsored but it, it's been really helpful for me so for those of you guys who don't know like i've i've had back issues for like about two years now, I just like lower back pain because of a car accident I got in a long time ago, and I just really never been the same since. So like, if I sleep in weird positions, like now, now I'm am I'm, I'm way better like on a day to day basis. Like there were days like I would just wake up and I just hate my life, right? Like now I have to really build up my muscle, my back, and everything uh, to you know build that strength. That way, like quick motions or things don't really throw up my back because they still can. If I like jump up, like if I were just to jump up in the air right now. My back would start hurting in a couple hours. Um, but I've been using this. This is a chirp wheel. And you lay on this on your back. Let me show you guys. Again, not sponsored. You put it on the floor. Obviously. Oh, you can't see. I was all the way back. Okay. So you sit down. You lay on it. And then you just... That's it. For those of you listening on the podcast, I'm sorry. I just watched the video podcast on YouTube. And you kind of, it just stretches your back out. 
And I think that's something that we don't do enough, especially when you're younger. It's like really bl- build that flexibility in your back. It's helped me so much. If my back's feeling tight, not feeling good, they have three different levels. I, you know, you get the big one for like the most flexibility, the middle one for like a little in between, and the small one really puts pressure on your back and you know massages those muscles out. So one of the good investments I made. Look, I, I made a decision. Plus, I don't know why it took me so long, right? But like really investing in my health. You know, because the more you do now, and obviously I'm fucking saying regular shit that everybody knows, but, you know, really getting into your head is important. It's important. Um, I just wasn't paying enough attention to my health. So I committed to, to eating better, losing weight, stretching a lot more, working out, and trying to do it in a fun way. I mean, especially it's tough for me, like, always working out. I meant, like, playing sports, right? And one, we can't really play sports right now, or... You know, we shouldn't really be playing sports and just interacting with people that you don't know because you can spread the virus that way. And second, I really hadn't had time. And third, it's like really hard to find like organized sport. At least for me, like I don't like I can go by myself, but I, I like I want to play basketball with my homies so I can talk shit and fuck with them. <laughs> you know, and I'm not a big golfer. I fucking suck, and I hurt my back also issue. But like playing basketball, you know, throwing the football around, you know. That, that's something I always enjoyed that I really need to, <clears throat> sorry, that I really want to really get back into. So finding a group of, of people who, like even volleyball, volleyball is fun, uh, would be great after, you know, this pandemic really subsides and people, more people are vaccinated. But I think it's just an update on me, doing a lot better, a lot more optimism, especially with how things have been going. Uh, these last few months, but a lot of crazy shit's gone through these last two months. <clears throat> uh, oh, one thing, um, one thing that I, I, uh, I saw on Twitter was, uh, a buddy was talking about zelling somebody, not, Zell, for those of you who use Zell, no disrespect, but like, who the hell uses Zell? Like, come on, like. Like we got we got Venmo or Venmo as some people like to say. We got Cash App. We got actual cash, you know? Like like Zell is at the bottom of what I'm gonna do. Like Zell is like for bills and shit, is what I use it for. Zell or or QuickPay or whatever it is on your bank. But I made a joke this week and I was like, look, if somebody says they're gonna zell you, your money's gone. Like you, no 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 nobody's zelling you. You're not getting your fucking money. If somebody says they're going to Venmo you, very high chance you're getting your money. If somebody says they're going to cash app you, you're like 80% going to get your money, you know? If somebody says, hey, bro, cash, I got you, bro. Here, here's some money. I'll give you some money when I break my bill. 50% chance that that happens. If somebody says I got you next time, 40% chance that happens. If somebody says I'm going to zell you, if you get your money, you're fucking lucky. Right, if it's a quick thing, like hey, I'll zell you for you know uh, beer that you got me. You're not getting this. If somebody says, hey, I'll, I'll zell you for the electricity bill, you're gonna get it. But for casual shit, cause Zell's too much of a pain in the ass. At least the way I use Zell, I know that there's actually a dedicated Zell app, but I don't know. Usually you have to log into your bank, then go into the Zell thing in your bank app, and then then you gotta go put in the phone number, and then oh no, I'm good. Like no one's doing that to pay. Like when you make it hard. To, to, to pay people, they're not going to want to fucking pay. It's, it's very hard for them to pay. So if anybody says Zell, be like, nah, 
I don't take though. I take a favor. I take cash. I take you got me next time. I take cash app. I take Venmo. That's it. I might take an IOU that you write on a piece of paper before I take some damn Zell. Get the, don't don't hit me with the Zell. Zell people, you're not paying me. I already know you're not gonna pay me. No no disrespect to Zell itself. None of that. I'm I'm talking about the people who use Zell as their primary form of sending money. Like most of those people, not paying you. You're not getting your money back. Just call it a wash. Charity. You gave it to the homies. You bought a bottle for the homies. That's it. Call it a night, baby. Just be like, oh, write that one off right there. And that's been this one six ways. <clears throat> so let's let's work back from March to February to January of what what's really going on. The big major things that we've probably already forgotten about. Like when you go back and you think about this year in review, we're gonna be like, what all this shit fucking happened in a year? Like, we've already forgotten about some of this shit, and we've already, like, internalized some of it and just become okay with it. Number one, and I don't know how this shit is still not a big fucking deal, but can cruise, baby! One more time, can cruise! I don't know why we're people call it, we're calling them Cancun Cruise. Can cruise, baby. Come on, it was right there. I didn't hear a lot of people saying that. But I'll take credit for coming up with that. I didn't put it onto the world. But, you know, I said it to the homies. They know I got the copyright. I got the trademark. Can cruise. Dude, can cruise is a fucking goofball. Like, there's no way around it. Motherfucker trying to defend this guy. I don't get it. Well, first of all, why are you defending Ted Cruz? Right? If even if you're Republican, Republicans don't like Ted Cruz. Why are you defending a dude you don't fucking like for some shit you know he fucked up on? You know? Look, I get in trouble with my girlfriend all the time for saying this. I'm like, hey, if the homies do something that they shouldn't be doing, and I don't mean like illegal shit. If you're doing illegal shit, I'm snitching. Because I'm not going to jail for the homies. Let me tell you something right there, bro. Me, I can't live in a 4x4 four four cell, bro. I can't. I won't do it. I can't, I'm not going to make it in jail, all right? You do something legal, I'm probably going to snitch. So don't do no legal shit with me, please. God. What the fuck was that? Oh, the reason why I get in trouble is like, oh, hey, man, if I see the homie and I don't and I don't know your girlfriend or boyfriend or whomever, and you're doing some shit you probably shouldn't be doing, you're flirting a little bit, you're talking, hey, hey, I ain't see shit. Right, I'm. A, you know what? I'm gonna remove myself from the situation so that way when I'm asked, I don't have to lie. I'm like, oh, I didn't see nothing. Because how can I see something if I wasn't there? You get what I'm saying? That's the game I play. Right, but when you see it, when you when you see what's going on, and then you're called out to defend the homie, you I can't defend like a Ted Cruz is the homie. I can't defend him on it. Sorry, boss. You got caught. They got you in 4K, fam. They got you in 4K. 4K. Nope. I, I don't know. I don't want to make a bad hand side. I was going to do a K side, but no. Right? You got caught in 4K doing some fuck shit. Right? And this is what... this is, Look. I don't like Ted Cruz in general. Right? He's a jackass. Right? But... Ted Cruz always talking shit about the elites. 
oh, the elites are trying to, t the, the elites this, the elites that, 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 always. That's his fucking song. Hollywood liberal elites want to tell you what to do when they live in their big mansions and all this shit. Alright, that's Ted fucking Cruz. What people don't understand is that Ted Cruz is one of those fucking elites. As much as he likes to pretend to not be an elite. As, as much as he likes putting those uh, over-fucking-priced uh, cowboy boots on. As much as he likes to have a shitty fucking mullet. Right? He is not one of you. He's not one of us. He's not one of the common folk. Right? He's a fucking elite. Motherfucker went to Harvard Law, I think. And if not, he went to one of those Ivy League law schools. Right? He lives in a fucking mansion. Okay? So when he talks about elites, he is one of those elites. Prime example. When the people of Texas are out of power because we have a fucking stupid system in Texas... All right, we don't invest in our energy infrastructure, right? Because it's another thing. It's the Green New Deal. It's the turbines. It's the wind turbines. It's all the green energy. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We got the Green New Deal in Texas. We got it. Oh my, you're right. Texas, we're a big green energy company, right? I mean, company state, right? I thought we were all we the main clean energy dudes with the renewables. Wrong. No, we're not. We're primarily oil and gas state. That's what runs. I think what is it, like eighty percent of our energy comes from oil and gas sources. Whether it's natural gas, whether it's coal, whether it's oil, right? But somehow, it's the wind turbine. Wind turbines fault. Somehow, you know what? You're right. You got me, boss. You got it. You got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it, Ted. But. When the people of your state are dying, some of them, houses burning down because they're trying to keep the heat on for the kids. Real stories that happen. I'm not making Google you. Most, most of you people watching this went lived through this. 90% of the audience watching this lived through this fucking experience and will still somehow deny their own fucking experiences to defend somebody on their fucking team. And that is the most infuriating thing about all this. I hate when people deny the experiences that they fucking have to suit their fucking arm. Motherfucker, you were freezing. You didn't have fucking water. And this son of a gun, Ted fucking Raphael. Raphael, by the way. Hi, Raphael Cruz. Out here is not doing shit for you. And people say, well, he's a, he's a federal employee. He works in the Senate. He doesn't work in the state of Texas. Hey, guess, hey, Ted, you guess who, guess who else doesn't work in the state of Texas? AOC, the person you talk so much shit about. And this is the thing. Look, I really don't pay attention to AOC. I just see all the hate that she gets. Uh, fuck it. I don't, I don't really pay attention to her. I'm not like a AOC stan. I'm, I'm probably lying with her. I definitely lie more with her politically than I do Ted Cruz. But I'm not an AOC fan. Honestly, I'm really not much a stan of any particular politician at the end of the day. But what did, what did AOC do? AOC was in the area where I grew up handing out fucking water. 
And you can say, oh, that's just for PR. And she's just trying to take advantage of the situation to look good as a politician. At the end of the day, if she did that for that reason, I don't think she did. Because she raised like, what was it, like $5 million? $4 million? $5 million for the state of Texas? That's what she did. She helped raise it. Ted, tell her, what am I supposed to do? Bitch, call your fucking contacts. Call the fucking people, all the important, powerful people you know in the state of Texas and get some shit going, Ted. Get some, don't sit on your fucking hands. Sorry, don't pack your fucking suitcase. Try to fucking sneak off to fucking Cancun with your family. Blame your daughters for the reason that you're there and said, oh, I was always planning to get back. No, you weren't. You got caught. And that's why you fucking came back. And you look like a jackass. While the people in your fucking state are freezing. And don't have power. And don't have water. In your state. People in the state of Texas. Individuals. Who have. Fucking. Uh, a fucking. Uh, one. Hundred thousandth of a percent of influence and power that you have in the state of Texas did more for the people of the state of Texas. People who didn't have power, who didn't have water, were out there volunteering, helping to give out to people in their community. But you hopped on that plane. You left. Hey, if you if you want to get your daughters and your wife to, to go and get the fuck out, get the fuck out of the cold, cool. No problem, Ted. But stay your fucking ass here. What are you doing? And I know I'm like three weeks late on this bitch. You, we can't be okay with that shit. And I don't care who the, the fucking Ted Cruz or the Democrat. I'd be fucking killing them right now too. This isn't a Republican Democrat shit. This is a clown shit. This is clown shit. Versus stand up people. Remember this next time. And Ted Cruz can't be fucking unseated for another four years I think. Or three years. So people are going to forget but you shouldn't. Don't let them play you. He thought he was going to get away with it. And he would have stayed there for a fucking week until the power came back. If he didn't get fucking shamed to coming back. He man had that big ass suitcase talking about. I was always planning to come. Get, shut, shut up. Shut up. Don't. Shut the fuck up. Dad. Fucking clown. And people defending him. Come on. Come on bro. Don't, don't defend clown shit. Then you look like a clown. What was he supposed to do, man? Get out of here. AOC, someone who, a lot of people who, who vote for, for fucking Ted Cruz hate, did more for the state than Ted did. Re remember that for a second. The person you despise, you may despise, did more for the state than the guy you love did. And you're defending him? Don't defend clowns. If you're defending clowns from a distance, people can't tell the difference. So, that's February. This is one thing that happened in February that we have already gotten over because the weather's gotten nicer. January. Almost two months ago. What happened? Clowns. More clown shit. And again, and this is the most infuriating thing. People who stormed the Capitol. What the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I don't get it. 
Fam, I don't get it. What are you doing? Your, 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 your reasoning isn't even justified. Maybe you've had a justified reason. If you were mad, not a justified reason, right? I don't, I don't know if there's a justified reason to storm the Capitol. But if you had a reason that at least on its own, you're like, oh, that's a good reason to be upset. Maybe not enough to storm the Capitol, but there's a reason to be upset, right? You're like, oh, well, the fucking Congress hasn't done shit to help us with COVID, with, uh, with any COVID release. They're taking forever. They're dragging their feet. All right. That's a good reason to be pissed off. Right? But you guys go and storm the Capitol. Go assault and kill a police officer. Not everybody there. Not everybody. The ones who did. The ones who did. The ones who were inside the Capitol. The ones who attacked the police officer. Go and do that. Because another fucking clown sits there and lies to you and uses you and at the end of the day doesn't give a fuck about you. Gives Anybody who thinks Donald Trump truly deep down in their heart gives a shit about them is fondly mistaken. And this is not to say, oh, other politicians. I mean, maybe there are a handful of politicians who probably just started in Congress who actually do care. I may disagree with them. I may agree with some, but they generally do care. Right? Donald Trump is not one of those people. We've seen this for the last five years. We've seen this throughout his life. He cares about himself and his family, and anybody with a Trump name, and anybody who hypes him up, and that's all he gives a shit about. He will use you, he will manipulate you, he will do whatever it takes to get his way. And some of you guys fell for it. Absolutely fucking fell for it. He lied to you, he said the election was stolen, he said there was fraud, he said there's no way Biden got 85 million votes. How could I lose to Biden? Fam, what do you mean? How did you lose? Bro, you lost the first time. You lost the popular vote the first time by like 3 million or 2 million. I forget what the exact number is. You lost the, you won the electoral college. I'm not saying there was fraud. That's not what I'm saying. You became the president. You won. But you lost the popular vote. So you were already, at least from the, from the people who voted, you were perceived... More unpopular than popular. Off rip from the moment you started. Through your whole presidency. Never once did you get above 50% approval. Not one fucking time. But then somehow you're shocked that after you did all, after people have seen you do the shit that you fucking done. And you're in aptitude when it came to the COVID Virus, and then any response to that, and then the problems you, and then the issues, and the attacks you had on on Black Lives Matter and the protests and all this shit. You thought you were gonna get more popular, and you kind of did. He kind of did. What he had sixty three million votes the first time, and he had seventy seventy five million votes the second time. I don't know how many of those twelve million people were like, I hate Trump the first time. But now I'm going to vote for him. Or maybe they always were were on Trump. They were always Trump supporters. Maybe they didn't necessarily go vote for him. But they like, oh, well, you know, don't got much to do. COVID, I got more free time. I'm going to go vote for him. I'm sure, I'm sure he won over some more people. <laughs> but the fact is, you pissed a lot of people off. A lot of people off. Well, the dumb shit you fucking did.
all the fucked up shit, all 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 this fucking crap that you spew, all the division and hate you sold in this country, and they bought it. The people who stormed the Capitol bought it, and I don't know how representative that group is of everybody. I don't know. Okay. All I know, all I can speak for are the people who are there and the people who did the fucked up shit. You bought the lies this man told you. Everybody on every level, whether it's people who are in, in states, in these cities, running these elections, the FBI, the Department of Justice, Trump judges, not Trump judges, all sat there and said, Rudy Giuliani, your main homie, when he was in court. When they say, hey, bro, what's up? What's going on? He's like, is this fraud? No, it's not fraud. It's not fraud, judge. We're not talking about fraud, judge. So what are we talking about then? Why are we here? Threw all your fucking cases out. and said, hey, bro, that's a wrap. But still, somehow, he conned people into believing it. Fam. This dude is a billionaire. And what I don't understand is why people are willing to risk everything to defend the billionaire who could give two shits about you as an individual. He doesn't. Did he pardon any of you guys for all the fuck shit he riled you guys up to do? No. <laughs> he didn't. Because he doesn't care. He used you. Didn't work out. Was hoping to put pressure on Pence and other Republicans. And Ted Cruz was one of those people. I object to the, <laughs> I object to the results of this election. But the thing is, it's crazy to me. We've already forgotten about that. And that was only two months ago. It feels like forever ago. And it's something that somehow we're okay with, at least in the sense that we don't think about it anymore. Is just something else that happened between 2020 and 2021? Like, that still gives me a lot of pause. It worries me about the future of where we're going. That one man has the power to do that. <laughs> to get so many people to believe in him and buy into his fuck shit. Not everybody who voted for him did, but a lot of people showed up to D.C. And a lot of people still believe in his conspiracy theories. My thing, and what I'll continue to say, is stop. First of all, on a personal note, stop standing up for people who will never stand up for you. If you just have a friend. If, if Donald Trump was just a regular person and wasn't present and was your fucking friend... And any time you needed something, wasn't there for you. But any time he needed something, you were always there for him. Always down to ride. Always getting into shenanigans with him. Whenever like, hey man, let's hang out. Let's grab a beer. Hey, I need I need help moving. He didn't pull up. And it was just one time, two times, and three times. And he always kept saying, oh, I want to make it. Oh, I'm going to make it. Oh, next time I got you. Donald Trump is a dude who uses Zell, is what I'm trying to say. Can't be trusted. Can't. And again, people are like, what about this dude? No, fuck that. 
Fuck all those water bodies. I'm talking about this dude right now. And this is not to, just because I'm talking shit about old homie. Don't mean I'm bigging up anybody else. No, I'm just talking shit on him. Because what he was did was dangerous. People could have did and could have been. People could. People got seriously injured. Man lost his, lost his life for false election fraud allegations. And it could have been a lot worse if there weren't people there to stop other fuck shit from happening. And guess what? No consequences for him. Hey, motherfuckers in Florida still loved by millions of people. And this just kind of goes to everything else that I've been thinking about. We, and I've said this before, let's stop giving platforms, not just in politics, but in in our entire lives, let's stop giving platforms to motherfuckers who don't deserve platforms. We give so much love, adoration, money, time, effort, support, again, to people who could give two shits about us, whether... It's an influencer, whether it's uh, a YouTube person, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's an athlete, whether, whoever the fuck it is. Stop giving away all this stuff. Stop giving away pieces of yourself to defend clowns, first of all. Cl- and then second of all, clowns who don't give a shit about you. And clowns who do fucked up shit. And guess what? When the clown does the fucked up shit, he's not going to get in trouble because you spent all your time and effort defending somebody who wouldn't take two seconds of their day to defend you. That's it. Man, I, I, I think that, that it just goes all into it. Man. I just, I don't get it. And I'm sure I have. I'm sure I've, I've been like super hyped on somebody like, oh, there's no, they, they could do no wrong. This person, I'm fans of people. I have actors I enjoy. Artists I love listening to. Celebrities that I think are awesome. Ath- I, I already say athletes. Athletes that I really respect. Like for their athletic talent. But the moment I hear some shit about one of my favorite athletes that's pretty fucked up. Or they did some fuck shit or they said some fuck shit. My first instinct isn't to be like, oh, it's a lie. It's a lie. Because you love somebody. Or you enjoy their work. You don't know these people personally. I'm not going to jail for any of these celebrities. I'm not storming a capital. Half the time, I don't even support them financially. Like, I don't even go see some of these people in concert or necessarily go watch them in person. I might buy a jersey if you're an athlete. Even then, it takes a lot for me to really buy a jersey. First thing I say is these are all people. They're not infallible. They could lie. They could be pieces of shit. And just because I like them doesn't mean that they're not. I don't know this person. All I know is what what the, whatever they've decided to project. I don't know what they do in their personal lives. I don't know what they do behind closed doors. Why am I going to sit there and go on the internet and start typing shit up, arguing with people in the comments about shit, about a person I don't know shit about? I don't get it. 
People kill themselves defending people who don't know them. And again, don't give a shit about them. Or the Zell person. A lot of people in jail. A lot of people's lives have been ruined. A lot of people lost their jobs. People are in jail. One woman lost her life. For Donald Trump. And it's not just about Donald Trump. Again. Not that anybody could be a Donald Trump type. But. What happens when the next person. Who has a lot. Who, who somehow is able to speak to people. On such. And get them to believe something on such a. Like, I don't even know what the word is. Like, on, on their soul? Like, deep down in their soul? Again, this isn't Republican. It's not a thing about Republican or Democrat. It could be anybody. Right? Like, I see celebrity YouTubers who are, like, held up at these amazing people. And then you hear stories. Things come out. Oh, yeah. He's like a sexual assault. A sexual assaulter. And then you have two options. You either believe the truth if the allegation is true or you sit there and you defend them to the end of the earth because then your whole reality breaks because this person is such a part of your life I guess because you watch them on videos because they hit a ball very well because they play video games awesome no man no let's stop idolizing people not that you can't admire somebody, not that you can't look up to somebody, but they're not gods. They're not infallible. They make mistakes, and some of them can be real fucked up people. And I don't care how much you love them, I don't know how many times you listened or watched their movie or whatever, or if you got a picture with them or not. They can still be real pieces of shit. So watch what you send your energy out to. I don't know if I went to too long on that, but that shit was fucking crazy, man. Alright. Last thing last thing I want to hit on. Cause I feel like I I don't want to drone on things too long. But I'm tired of people talking about cancel culture. Everything can't be cancel culture, fam. Some shit is actually like not cancel culture. Some motherfuckers need to be held accountable for some fuck shit. Okay? First of all. People are like, oh, it's cancel culture. I, all right, so if I go rob a fucking bank, or I go do some fuck shit, and I get arrested, is that cancel culture? Uh, uh, officer, that's cancel culture, officer. Uh, freedom of speech. Stupid shit like that. This is woke shit. Obviously, I'm fucking being a jackass. But this is how people pretend like it is. Like, everything is, No. Like, the, the one, th first of all, the first thing that people were upset about, well, not the first thing people were upset about, but th this past week, everybody's talking about Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss got canceled by the left. No, he didn't, fam. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I was doing some research about Dr. Seuss, not and by research, I don't mean like I was fucking, oh, Dr. Seuss's life. No, like, obviously, I saw some shit about Dr. Seuss is what I meant to say. Hey, Dr. Seuss was kind of a fucking asshole. Right, outside of this canceled thing, like the things he's being can't can quote unquote canceled for. Fam, I read somewhere, and this look, if this is not true, hey, I'm fucking wrong. Allegedly, allegedly Dr. Seuss cheated on his wife while she was going through cancer. 
And because of that, she committed suicide. What? The dude who wrote Cat in the Hat? Green Egg and Ham? The Grinch? That homie did that? Yes! And this is what I mean. No matter how big or small your celebrity, you can be a piece of shit. And that's some big piece of shit shit. Talking to a buddy of mine. Then three weeks ago. When he was we're talking about this exact same situation, we're like, he was telling me, yeah, guys are way more likely, like, like 60%, or I don't know, I don't want to say a number because I don't remember the number. Or like, like several times more likely to like leave or divorce their spouse if they're going through like some terminal cancer, like have like a serious uh, hospital incident or whatever. Like guys are highly, highly more likely to do that shit. Women will stay by your fucking side. Through all of it. Fam, you could be in a coma for a hundred years. She's going to be loyal and faithful to you. By a far greater amount than a dude will. So that just goes to show dudes are fucking assholes, bro. Look, shout out International Women's Day. I've been saying this for a long time. Dudes got to get the fuck up out of here. A hundred percent. They got to go. I just, I, look. I'm a man. I understand. A lot of male privilege. I got it. But man, we got to get the fuck out of the way. We just got to like, let women take care of shit. Look, we've been in power. Well, not me, because I'm a brown man. So, you know. Mm. But, men in general, let's step out of the way. Let's women take over. Men have been running society in the world for the last however many thousands of years, for the most part. Let's let women get in charge. All right? Let's let them hold all the positions of powers. Like, let's just get rid of dudes. Like, in positions of power at all. I'm cool with that, too. Let's fucking, let's do it. I don't care. Let's try it out. Let's try it out. Let's try it out. We did nothing but dudes for a long time. We can't give, like, 10 years to women. But, all right. All y'all take over. We trust y'all. We go support. It's not just like, oh, you take over. We're not going to do shit no more. No, no. We still support them, man. We still, we still got it. Hey. They need to do something. We got it. What plan you got? I'm going to help you run that shit right now. Look, we're going to help their plans come through. And we might end up in a better world. Because, again, dudes are fucking assholes. On the whole, like, what the fuck? Like, how do you leave your significant other when she needs you the most? Why? Why are men like that? I don't get it. So women need to take over, man. Let me tell you something. Anytime, like, I've had, like, a like a superior, like, a boss that's a woman, cool, no problem. Most of the time, like, 99% of the time. I worked, actually, now that I think about it, I think almost all my jobs I've worked under women. Like, my direct report, like, the person I report to directly has been, like, a woman. Like, 90% of the time. And, like, 90% of that 90%, all cool. Most of the issues I've had in receipt, what I mean? Take, I mean, I'm about to go work at Bumble, dude. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. I don't care. I trust women more to make decisions anyways. But, going back to Dr. Seuss. Everybody was mad, saying he was canceled. First of all, it was the publishers themselves who were like, I think this shit is really kind of fucked up that we got in here. Like, we got some really fucked up shit in these books. 
Ugh. But they're making us so much money. And they've been thinking about it for a while, apparently. And then finally I said, you know what? I think it's time. I think it's time we just take these books off the shelves. And everybody lost their fucking mind. Like they were reading Dr. Seuss books. Like every day, like 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 somebody's gonna come to their fucking house and be like, no, give me your fucking green eggs and ham, motherfucker. We're taking that shit and we're burning it. It's Fahrenheit 451 in this bitch. People really think that's gonna happen. No, the publisher is so said, hey man, look. Dr. Seuss kinda fucked up. And I kinda he really did fuck up. He did have some racist views, but he got better. But he did that thing with his wife. Also fucked up. But we're not gonna talk about that. I know this is very, like, not really going to change the world much, but we're kind of embarrassed by this. And that's the thing. Like, think about everything you've ever said in your life. Like, there's probably some shit you wish you could take back. Like, I wish I could just, like, something I said to somebody five years ago, six, maybe even a week ago. I wish I could just pluck that, boom, put it back in my fucking head and erase it from existence. And this is basically what they're doing, right? They're, they're going back through their Twitter history and being like, ooh, that tweet didn't age well. Ah, no. Fuck. No, that one, not good. That joke, ooh. Man, I was a stupid kid when I said that shit. Ooh, that reach, no, nah, that gotta go, bro. Mm-mm, can't do that anymore. And they're getting rid of that shit because they don't feel the same way they do about it anymore. Or they see, like, no, man, that's pretty fucked up what I said. I didn't think at the time it was fucked up. But now I think it's fucked up. So, I'm going to apologize for it to whoever I may have offended. Because that's what you're supposed to do, right? When you learn and you grow, you apologize. Like, hey, man, my bad. I fucked up. I didn't know any better. I know better now. And I know why it's fucked up. Let me get rid of that. No, it's cancel culture, fam. All right, bro. Well, I don't, I don't know what you want. I, I don't know what you want, bro. Like, a person themselves, and sure, they got pressure for people. Like, but them essentially making that decision, that's a good thing. That's growth, right? Again, and you motherfuckers were reading those Dr. Seuss books anyways. And the shit that's in there is not even like Graria. Oh, you know, people are reaching. No, there's some really racist ass shit in there. Like, like, and the thing, the thing is, like, if you just looked at it, you're like, no, that's racist. But the people are looking at it and saying it's, it's like racist. Like, no, I, I want to keep the racism. Why? As if there's no other books to read. Fam, read the Percy Jackson books. They're all right. Go read the Very Hungry Caterpillar. Brown Bear, Brown Bear. That's Eric. Car what's his name? Eric Carl. I don't know. I don't think I don't think his books are racist. I don't know. Maybe looking back, you're like, damn, that is some racist ass shit. And ten ten, I forget whatever, man. But like, like this this was this this was so frustrating, right? Like people are like, I don't like I don't like SJWs. I don't like woke people or whatever. But the anti woke people, the anti SJWs, are just as fucking annoying. Like they, they they like to call out SJWs and woke people. Like, oh, you guys just like to say everything's just racist. But the anti-SJWs and the anti-woke people like to sit there and just call everything anti-racist. 
Like, no, not all the time. And if something isn't good, it's because it was trying to be anti-racist or being diverse. No, sometimes it's just a shitty movie. It doesn't matter. Like, is a movie that's not diverse shitty just because it's shitty? Maybe. And people got mad about Mr. Potato Head. And didn't understand what was going on with Mr. Potato Head either. They're like, oh, they're they're trying to take away our masculinity or some other Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder, fucking um, Joe Rogan fucking tweet. Some other shit like that. Joe Rogan probably said some fuck shit about it. No, that's not what happened. Just the brand name changed. The brand name changed from Mr. Potato Head to just Potato Head. Potato Head is like the whole family. Like Mr. Potato Head still exists and Mrs. Potato Head still also exists, but the brand just went neutral. Because like we don't don't sell Mr. Potato Heads. We sell Mr. and Miss Potato Head and probably Baby Potato Head and like Dark Vader Potato Head. Like why are you motherfuckers so mad about this shit? It makes sense. Right? Like there's Miss Pac-Man and Pac-Man. Well, it's not Mr. Pac-Man, right? It's just called Pac-Man. No, people are going to kill me about the man thing, too. But we got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop all this shit, man. Y'all really can't be... Like, again, why do y'all care? Y'all motherfuckers are playing with potato heads either. Oh, my God. Dude, we got important shit to fucking worry about. If a company wants to go ahead and decide to do some bullshit fucking diversity shit that's only for octaves... Like, some of these companies, oh, yeah, we're celebrating LGBTQ, or we're fucking celebrating black people or Hispanic people, but then you go look at their at their diversity numbers, and that's all white, straight people? Well, then, fuck them. They're just doing it for optics. Right? Let them do their stupid fucking corporate shit, but at the same time, don't, be, don't over-celebrate that. Like, that's fine. We can be happy that we're moving towards a, a world. And I'm, I'm in. To a world that's more inclusive of everybody, I'm in. Whether it's in the, way that, in the words that we use, the language, or, or, or the way that we address people, I'm, I'm all in. But at the same time, let's continue to fight for actual diversity and inclusion. Right? Let's make sure that, that people are, are hiring people of color. Different minorities, different religions, different countries even at, at some points. Right? But for people like it's the end of the world because Mr. Potato Head isn't called the brand isn't called that anymore. Come on, man. Come on, bro. This is what y'all want to fight about? Goofy. Goofy. A hundred percent goofy. You're mad because because there was some racist shit in the book and Doctor was like, hey, we don't want to print that racist shit anymore. You gotta what are you you gonna force them to keep printing racist shit? Like, how, how do you, again, how do you fall on the side of, no, I like seeing racist shit in books? Come on, man. I'm, I'm just over this. I, I don't know why people are against people feeling more included, even though it, it is just an optics thing majority of the time. Or people just deciding that, hey, this is kind of fucked up and I want to do better and I apologize for the fucked up shit I did. Is it that what we want? We want growth from people, right? But then when they grow, we're like, no, you're just being canceled. So you got to keep doing the fucked up shit you were doing.
But I don't want I don't want to do the fucked up shit. No, you have to keep doing the fucked up shit. You don't get this. The demon rat liberals are coming to take everything from us. I don't know, man. I don't know. Last thing I want to touch on is I started a new show like probably like a week ago. Started watching Mr. Robot. And I'm not going to lie. When I first heard about this show and like I saw clips and I started hearing all the hubbub about it, I thought it was about like the, like the future and it was like this, like he was like a cyborg, like iRobot. And it was kind of shit like that. They were hacking and trying to fix the world. Completely not what the show is about. It is about hacking. And, and Rami Malek, for the way he actually kind of acts like a cyborg in this, in this show. But he's not. And maybe he is. I'm only on season three, so no fucking spoilers. Right? But I don't know. I, I don't think I like the show. But I also don't hate it enough not to watch it. I'm in this limbo where there's like good parts and then like other parts. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You're doing the cliffhanger shit every episode where you show me where the up into the clip until the reveal of the clip. You just show me there's a cliffhanger, but don't give me the reveal until the next episode. Like, don't stop doing that. If anything, show me what the cliffhanger is, show it to me, and then have me wait a week. And I'm like, oh shit, what the? F Whoa, bro, that's such a big twist. Don't give me the twist the next episode, like two episodes down the road. It's annoying. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this show was so fucking hyped. I'm three seasons in, and I'm like, ah, uh, it's fine. It's above average, but also not this amazing show yet. Fam, I just need new entertainment. HBO Max has been doing amazing. And I hope you guys have been doing amazing too. Um, I appreciate everybody who's tuning in to the first episode in a couple months. I, I know I do this all the time, man. But life just gets busy and I get exhausted. But I really enjoy doing this. I want to thank everybody. Um, do me a favor. Go follow, subscribe. I'm I'm gonna start up uh, uh, Instagram page for this um, for this podcast where I post clips to it and you know reminders of when the episode is out. Um, let's see what it is. Sorry. Let's see. Oh, what the heck? No, oh, well, I have to give that to you next time. Or I'll just put it in the description to this video. Because I don't know why it's not popping up on my phone. But it's not. So, uh, make sure to check the description of this video. Or the podcast. Go follow me there. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. The Hey What's Up Podcast YouTube channel. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a great week. Bye. <laughs>